Gentlemen, I give you science in action. Hey everybody, it's that time again for the Driven Youth Podcast with our host, Pastor Eric Howder. And now, here's Pastor Eric. So many preachers, so many churches and denominations got their opinions in the documents. All right, everyone, welcome back to Driven Youth Podcast. So glad to have you tuning in one more time. And today we have a special guest, Daniel Matia from Heart and Soul Ministries. We're going to discuss his ministry in a little oh, yeah. bit, but uh, first let's go ahead and open prayer if you join me. Our Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory and praise today and just all the thanks for, for all you provided us and all the blessings, Lord. And Lord, during this chaotic time, we ask that you continue to just let your Holy Spirit guide each day. Lord, we don't, we don't know what today or tomorrow is going to bring, you know, each hour, Lord, but you know, you know all, Lord. And we stand in prayer right now for those that may be confused or, or struggling right now during these these unprecedented times, Lord. And we just ask that you, uh, bring people to us, bring them in our path, Lord, that we, we may show the love of, of Jesus Christ and just let, let the Holy Spirit continue to guide. And we give you all the thanks in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. All right, welcome back. Today's song of the week is Crowder. Yep. All my hope is in Jesus. And who picked it, man? Uh, our guest Daniel. He picked it. And Daniel, real quick before we play it, why well, is he here, man? Well, we're going to we're going to get into his ministry. He has Heart and Souls Ministry. We're going to discuss that That's a little right. bit. That's our um, topic. That is our topic today. Okay. And but uh, we asked, you know, I asked him earlier, you know, what kind of song, what worship song is his favorite? And he mentioned this one from Crowder. And of course everybody knows that we do have a song of the week and sometimes there's meaning behind it. Sometimes there's not. We just kind of randomly yeah. close our eyes and eeny meeny miny mo. That's what it. you do. That's what I do. <laughs> until you come out, until Mike yeah. comes up with something In from your, the 1980s. John Denver's, <laughs> John Denver. Okay. So playlist, one, one of my favorite songs, secular songs is John Denver, Take Me Home Country Road. There you so go. I mm-hmm. get made fun of that. But anyhow. So Daniel Matias here, and Daniel, why why Crowder? Yeah, All my man. hope is in Jesus. Why? Why that song? I yeah. love the song first. It yeah, is a good song. It's yes, a beautiful song. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate being on here. Um, yeah, it, it's such a beautiful song. All my hope is in Jesus, and it really it tells a great message. Not only of of us on our focus and our hope needs to be in Christ, but the mm-hmm. message of it is, you know, sometimes we do wander away. Sometimes we do stumble. We fall. We make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and sometimes it's hard to get back. To yep. where we were before. It's hard to get back to that, to that step one and start all over. And that song just reminds us that, that, that all happens, us stumbling and falling because we start putting our hope and our attention in other things other than yeah, Christ. Right. And so we mm-hmm. need to put our hope in Jesus. And when we do that, then all of a sudden the yesterday is gone. Everything's away from us and all the thing we're focused on right now is his kingdom and what he's doing. Amen. Hey, amen. Oh yeah. Amen. All right. Well, let's get Love to it, it yep. man. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I've been down 
That great song, Crowder, All My Hope Is In Jesus. That's just, uh, that's a fantastic song. Isn't it, man? That's a great song. Uh, once again here, Daniel Mattia from Heart and Souls Ministries. Welcome again, Daniel. Um, Glad to be here. Right off the start, you know, first of all, how did you get started with, with this ministry? Now you run this, you run this ministry, you started it. Yeah. Uh, this is your, your creation with your own hands, mind, feet, and everything. Uh, just a little bit from the start. How did you, the why? Why did you start this, and and how? And how? Yeah. Um, so it didn't actually start as a ministry. I never got into the idea of running a ministry. In fact, uh, if you'd have talked to me a few years ago and told me I'd be running a ministry, I would have told you that was uh, a lie. Um, <laughs> no, I I um I know a family over in the Philippines, 
because I do an online research, uh, uh, online uh, reach out ministry where I just talk to people mm-hmm. all over uh, the globe about Jesus. And I met mm-hmm. a family, and they were in a little bit of trouble, so I was helping them out. And um, happened to be on the phone with them one day, and I saw their nieces and nephews running around, and they had no shoes on. And I thought, you know, they just, you know, they live in the Philippines. Maybe they just didn't want to wear shoes. Right. But that's when uh, she informed me that that a lot of kids there can't afford shoes. That they're yeah. expensive for them. Uh, yeah, right. A pair of shoes there. Might be, uh, I mean, a pair of shoes itself could cheapest be 500 pesos. Okay. Well, 350 pesos is what a person makes in a day. So that'd be more yeah. than a day's wages. And so we just gathered a bunch of people together and was like, you know, we can fix this. So we sent a Christmas box full of shoes, clothes, mm-hmm. candy, all sorts of stuff to them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they cool. were more happy to see the shoes than they okay. were the toys. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Which is really wow. different. Them here in America, right. where the yeah, kids right. are like, "Ah, eh, shoes, thanks." Yeah. And the, but the toys this is what they want. The video games, they can right. care less about that stuff. They wanted the shoes. They, they were so the happy. Yeah. One of the girls wow. started crying, uh, wow. talking about how she'd never had a pair of shoes before, and uh, and uh, been praying to God that she could get a pair. And so uh, that's when I really started looking into it and realizing that there's millions of kids all over the world mm-hmm. that don't have shoes. And one that's of the kids right. in that family actually had an infection on his foot. Okay, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned through visiting there and through talking to people that that's a big thing that pe- kids get these infections because we throw trash everywhere. Right. Yeah. And uh, so kids run on and play on them, and they're bare feet. They oh, get wow. cuts. They get infections. Wow. They get diseases. Yeah. And uh, medical there you have to pay for up front. Okay. So if their family can't afford to give them that, you know, the, you, you put salve or whatever on the bottom of their feet, but they don't mm-hmm. have shoes or nothing to seal it off with, and they're running back around. So you're just running right back on with the bare feet again. Yeah. Yeah. Let's back up a little bit because you know, yeah. I forgot when we just we talked a few weeks ago. Your online outreach. Man, Ministry. Yeah. Um, just real quick, describe that a little bit. Cause that, yeah, I just kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. kind of winged it. Um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I wanted to talk to people about Jesus. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because uh, you know he's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, amen. <laughs> and so I just you know I was sitting there. I was like you know I'm not a big social media guy, but I do do Facebook. And mm-hmm. I was like, why not just use that as an opportunity right. to, to outreach? So the first thing I did when I became a Christian, and because uh, I was baptized into Christ when I was younger, but really fell away. I had a uh, really okay. hard life when it comes to that stuff. And um. But when I got back and I was like, you know what, I'm dedicating my life to Christ. I, I first thing I did is scrubbed my Facebook. I got rid of all the garbage mm-hmm. that was on yeah. my Facebook, and then I just started making sure I was outreaching people and talking to people about Jesus, and so messaging people and just trying to inspire them to open the oh, Bible awesome. up and study the Bible and pray, and uh, and that's what I did. And I and I did that actually for about a year mm-hmm. before uh-huh. I actually met that family. So. Awesome. Okay. That's great. That's awesome. It's it's amazing how God works. You know, you know, you start one. Yeah, outreach or, or ministry, so to speak, and then it just kind of the next step. Snowballs you know, into, something, snowballs else. into yeah. something else. You know, it's how he prepares yeah. us. Well, yeah. Scripture tells us to go, right? Yep, to, right. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Sometimes I think we want to make all these plans and what we're going to do and in not life. do it, not do anything. Go. Right. When in the Amen. beginning, I tell God all the time, I'm like, "You sure you chose the right person for this ministry thing?" Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> he just told me to go. Just do right. it. Just just move one foot in front of the other. Do the best I could, and uh, and he would take care of all the rest. I, I love the Great Commission, the Scripture there, because those are those are whose words are those? Yeah. Those are Jesus yeah, himself Jesus. telling us to. Yeah, right before you know, he goes away. Right. Maybe this, it's important to This, this to is what to. you need to do. But Okay, back to Heart and Souls then. Um, so Heart and Souls. Heart and Souls. S-O-L-E-S. Yeah, that's like right. Like the bottom of your feet. Like your bottom of your feet. Not like what's in, what's in your heart, your there soul you there. Heart and Souls ministry. Now, now, you've been in the Philippines, correct? You yes. You did eventually... Uh, go over there and yeah. describe that a little bit and what you did over there. Yeah, so went over there um, in 
November and December of uh, last year um, and uh, 2019. Got to make sure I get the date. I guess I never forget 2020 now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We'd like to, but... <laughs> We better hope this isn't like a trailer for 2021. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it went over there in November. Um, it's a 28 hour flight. That's we, it. Yeah, that's it. 28 <laughs> hours on a plane. Um, so, uh, got there, you know, you're missing a few days by the time you get there because there's a 20 right. to 13 hour difference depending on the time yeah. zone. Um, so we got there, uh, and, uh, and then it's a seven and a half hour drive to where I was at. So uh, a lot of people don't know about the Philippines. It's an archipelago. There's 7,000 islands. It's all beautiful, right? Yeah. It's all Yeah. So, uh, yeah, when I go around to churches and I talk about it, I'll show slides of these beautiful beaches. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if Uh you've heard of the Philippines, that's probably what you've heard of, right? I I show these gorgeous beaches. And I'm like... I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's not where I'm at. Where I yeah. was at, there's, there's a, especially Manila and some mm-hmm. of these other cities, uh, there's a lot of trash, a lot of garbage, a lot of trash, a lot of homelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the way the, the average person lives there is completely different than what we live mm-hmm. here. The average person lives with cinder blocks as their walls mm-hmm. and tin as okay. their roof. Uh, bugs yeah. are free to go. Animals are free to go in and out of their house. Um, Probably other people are free to go. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you really, uh, I, they, they will put glass on the top of the cinder blocks to keep people from climbing no over kidding. the cinder blocks wow. to try to rob them. Uh, so at least makes you, you have to go through the front door. Uh, there's gates. Um, and, and so it, it's, it's a really impoverished place. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so I, I, I went there and we saw this and we, we went there with the, the, with the intent to go to an orphanage, there's an orphanage there called the Llama House. Okay. And we went there to bring them shoes. And so we arrived at the Llama House and handed out shoes to the kids there. And it was really sad because when you think of an orphanage, you think of kids that like maybe their parents died. Right. Or stuff like that. Right. A lot of the kids who were there were because their parents couldn't afford to even feed them. So mm-hmm. they just left them on the street. Yeah. And just was gone. I mean, mm-hmm. just abandoned them. And, uh, and so we gave shoes there. We gave, uh, we handed out food. We had like a big celebration and then we just, we prayed, we, we read the word and we just kind of fellowshipped. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now you, had, now you had some people that came to Christ too, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, there was four people baptized into Christ there. It was, it was beautiful. We did it in the beach. I have pictures on my website of the waves overwhelming us. I think God wanted to make sure we were mm-hmm. going to be baptized <laughs> because, uh, now we'll have the website in the show notes too. Yeah, so if you yeah, want to check right. it out. Awesome. And then we had extra money, so we were like, okay. you know what, let's do something. So I told the guy who was driving us around, I was like, you need to find a neighborhood with a mm-hmm. lot of kids that right. need it. And so we did. We went and we bought a whole bunch of sandals, filled the back of this van up, went to this neighborhood, started handing out sandals. Kids came from all over the place. Oh, yeah. More kids than mm-hmm. we had sandals, so we bought more and came back the next day and handed out more sandals. Uh, and it was just so many, and the kids would show up standing, and there's trash everywhere. They're standing on trash, and they're bare feet, uh-huh. and they're just, and by the end of the box, you could see them panicking that because they, they were Maybe get, they were thinking, they're not going to get a pair. That's tough. That's yeah. tough. And that's like, wow, these kids, like, we're sitting here playing with our Xboxes and places stations and all this stuff and these kids are panicking panicking about sandals they might not get a pair of dollar fifty sandals now how long does a sandal that last over there for a kid um well it's a kid so who knows with um with them running around and stuff like that uh but the best especially with shoes is that we can pay that forward so we give a kid Mm -hmm. a pair of shoes and he outgrows them he just hands them Mm -hmm. down right and so a lot of times with kids depending on how fast they're growing they can hand the sandal down to the next person or we just keep buying more sandals they're cheap for us they're not cheap for them Right, right. Now, um, before you went to the Philippines, obviously you had some expectations of what the Philippines, uh, what was going to be. You know, mm-hmm. we've all seen the, the beautiful pictures yeah, yeah. and we've all seen Manila. You know, maybe it's a little heavily populated, but 
after you got over there, what did you expect compared to what you expected? Then when you first landed there and you got there, uh, was yeah. it different than what you expected or maybe it did it blow your mind a little more? But, uh, yeah. Um, so I didn't expect the beaches cause I knew I wasn't going right. to be in that area. That's down more like Cebu and stuff. Not to say I didn't go to a beach cause there was some beaches there mm-hmm. that I went to that were really beautiful. Uh, Luna beach is a gorgeous beach mm-hmm. that we went there. Um, <clears throat> but, um, but I think that just the amount of poverty is mm-hmm. what really hit me. I mean, the amount, but not just the amount of poverty, but how happy the kids were to even be living like that. They, they, they just were so happy, mm-hmm. happy, so joyful, so nice when they saw you. They just wanted to run over and say hi to you. The people there, the families there were so welcoming. People would just welcome you in. They, they didn't, they were just so happy and they had, less than most of the people here who are considered poor. Right. I mean, they had yeah. nothing. Right. And they would they would invite you over and share their last meal with you. Right. They just were yeah. so overwhelmingly yeah. wow. hospitable. That's awesome. That is awesome. And now you have intentions with this ministry uh, as, it, as it continues to grow. You have uh, envisioned that you... Your desire is to go over there in the Philippines full time, correct? Yes, yes. So we the way this ministry works as far as locally is that we are expanding to cities. What we do is we go into a city and we get volunteers, um, and we we try to find as many volunteers as we can, and then we use the city's local resources here here in the states. Here in the states, okay. we use the city's local resources to be able to take uh, donations for shoes, uh-huh. new and used shoes, mm-hmm. gently used, and then we right. redistribute them to the local community that they got taken from, right? Uh-huh. And so that way, the community actually supports itself and helps itself. Right. And then we raise funds to be able to buy shoes overseas, so okay. because they're there isn't that kind of resource over mm-hmm. there. And then me personally, there's a big need in the Philippines, not only for, for shoes and for love, but for Christ, right, which we'll get yeah. into in, in a little bit here. But um, So I'll be moving there full time, and I'm going to be on the ground in the Philippines uh, handing out shoes and bringing heart and souls mm-hmm. there full time. Um, oh, great. Awesome. I'm awesome. doing that soon. That's awesome. God bless that, you. That's, My Wuhan flu is acting up, man. Well, that's this. This is the about the twentieth week in a row that we got the. Uh, well, you don't usually call it the Wuhan flu, Mike. It's the Wuhan coronavirus Kong flu. Kong, Kong, Kong flu. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So we got that in. So there, you're going full time over there. I'm going to go full time. Uh, what's your goal for that? Is well, that, Corona kind of changed everything. Yeah. Uh, sure <laughs> sure. Um, but the goal really is. Bef- I'd like to do it before the end of the year. Okay. Um, uh, at le- at Worst case, I'd like to be over there before February, which is my okay. birthday, and then okay. I'll be living there full time, uh-huh. um, and uh, and handing out shoes and just uh, and spreading the gospel. Spreading the gospel. All right, that's awesome. I got a question. Do, do they speak English there, or do, is, that is a wonderful question? So, and I and I hope I don't mess this up for all my. Uh, Filipinos that are listening, but I believe there's 163 or 167 languages wow. spoken there. Wow. And, uh, but English is spoken by almost everyone on some level. Okay. So their main language is Tagalog, and then they speak English. And huh. the Philippines is like a plethora, a smorgasbord mm-hmm. of a whole bunch of different nations that kind of came over there and, and resided there and had their own places. Yeah. And so they all speak their native dialect also. So where I was at, the native dialect was Ilocano, and then they uh-huh. spoke Tagalog, and then they spoke English. Okay. So a lot of times people are like, oh, well, you know, they're in impoverished neighborhoods. They, you think of poverty and you think of homelessness, and I'm like, yeah, they speak three three languages. So yeah. how many do you speak? Bilingual, <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Now let's go back to, you mentioned the Philippines have a need for Jesus. Now is it a heavily uh, Muslim 
country, would you say? Or? No, no, actually. Okay, so uh, there is a, a Muslim influence in okay. the, bo- the bottom part of the islands. Um, in fact, sadly, ISIS has actually invaded okay. a lot of the bottom of the islands. Their military is fighting a mm-hmm. war down there to kind of rid ISIS off the bottom. Um, but it has a lot of Muslims in, in the Philippines, and there's a lot of Catholics there. Um, yeah, yeah. It's I've Roman Catholic, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. It's not like Catholic here. Right. It's like serious idols, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, yeah. They 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 have the statues of the Ten Commandments everywhere in the Philippines, mm-hmm. right? But they've eliminated the the commandment that says that thou shalt not uh, carve about a graven images or have graven okay. images. Yeah, yeah. They've completely taken Just that, took off. that one off. Yeah, yeah. that one's off. Wow. Yeah, they they, they take the ten popular. Yeah, they've taken the Ten <laughs> Commandment and split it into two. Um, and so it's it's like old school Catholic, and that's because of the invasion of the Spaniards. The Spaniards invaded okay. the Philippines, okay. and they brought right. uh, you know. They're, they're that that's that's it's interesting because I know when we went to Columbia we were not warned but we were saying you're gonna be around a lot of Catholics but it's different than here in the states and you yeah. know I my childhood I grew up with a little bit of a Catholic background Mike I think you yep. also did so uh-huh. it's kind of inter- interesting to see that uh, how the Catholic you know it, it's not exactly how you see it down the street no but, no but it's completely different there as far as locally now how is your ministry functioning locally you meant about going into these cities uh, and handing out shoes. Uh, how else does your ministry right now function at a local level? Yeah, so like in Alliance, for example, mm-hmm. that's a perfect example because um, that's where I'm from. We have a store called Black Sales Liquidation. It's not owned by me, run mm-hmm. by me, anything. It's run by a separate person, a proprietor. They have allowed me to have a window. And so I come and I drop shoes off there. Okay. And people can come into their store, and when they're buying stuff, if they want a pair of shoes, they can just grab a pair of shoes for free if they fit. And then we have a thing in the Alliance called the Blessing Box okay. um, where I put shoes. And I've actually just got done talking to a few pantries in the surrounding cities, and I'm going to be dropping shoes off there also. The pantry. So people awesome. can get shoes that way and Great. then we're trying to expand into the canton area okay and uh we're also trying to expand into cleveland philadelphia um and houston right now and actually i was talking to a lady in arkansas mm-hmm. trying to do the same thing there so cool. the way we work is is that we want the local communities to support the community right so the shoes that they donate go into the local community so you're themselves. not just showing up throwing a bunch of shoes out and being like here i mean they're actually they're, they're going to be invested in this ministry as well yeah um, but yeah, and I'm hoping people that go into the store buy stuff in the store. Right. Yeah. You're, you're going in the store to get a pair of shoes, but let's be honest, people have money in their pocket. They have mm-hmm. a little bit, and so they just might not have, you know, we just gave a pair of LeBrons away and mm-hmm. Kyrie's away because people donated to them. So they don't have the, might, might not have the 200 bucks to drop in a pair of LeBrons, right. but yeah. they have 10 bucks to buy something, and we're right. hoping that they buy stuff in the stores so that it puts money back into the community into also. The, so your function in the Philippines was children, correct? Yes. Um, and, Locally, it sounds like it's it's more than children; it's adults as well. So, yeah. is that are you leaning more towards children uh, overseas with the Philippines to continue with children, or are you or are you looking to expand with adults? Or? Well, it, it's always about the kids mm-hmm. uh, to start uh, first and foremost. But that being said. When we get donations, sometimes we get, if we get a pair of size 12. Size 15. Yeah, 15. Right. Yeah. Largest shoe right. I gave away was size 19. Oh, wow. Uh, and that was to a 15 year old boy. Wow. Um, but if we get a pair of shoes that are size 12 right. and they fit you, I'm awesome. going to give them to you. It's right. not that I'm going to stop. Same thing in the Philippines. If we had sandals right. that were larger and a parent needed a pair, we'd give them. It's, it's, it's for anybody right. who needs it. The right. opportunity there is to help somebody with a need so that we can share the gospel with them, so we can share the love of Jesus mm-hmm. with them. That's the whole purpose. I'm not going to turn anybody away. Right. So Amen. that kind of opens the door then yeah i mean like giving out the shoes opens the door for visiting sharing the gospel all that yeah yeah 
just like Matthew 25 tells us to do, which is yeah. you know, share the gospel, mm-hmm. go out and love, find somebody who has a need and, and fix that need, help them. Yeah. You know, what good yeah. is it if my brother asks for a loaf of bread and I give him a stone or right. a snake? I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. Right. Now, what's your greatest need? Obviously, financial is probably always going to be a great need, but what else? What other? Yeah, financial is a great need as always. Um, but also just to get shoes in, to, to be able to get people to donate shoes. Um, a, a great need is for volunteers. Um, like I said before, we talked about, I'm going to be going to the Philippines. I need volunteers to be able to make sure that this continues to spread and help. Mm-hmm. And I'll still be running it from the Philippines. I'm not going somewhere where there's not Wi-Fi. There's mm-hmm. Wi-Fi there yeah. where I'm still mm-hmm. going to be in contact with people and I'm still going to run this company, this, this nonprofit. Um, but uh, but the whole purpose is is for volunteers to do it so that the more the merrier, the, the right. more hands there are, the less work there is. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Now they have strong Wi-Fi over there. Do they have air conditioning? No. Yes, they do. Uh, they do. I mean, they, they do have AC. Eric, Eric's bringing that up. Yeah, we just hit. We just he hasn't eight, had air conditioning. We just hit eighty degrees right now in here. Oh my god! That is that is a mark that I was trying to reach, and yeah. we accomplished it today. Yeah. I'm thinking eighty-one, eighty-two by the time we're done. I'm proud I hope of so. it. Man. All right, Thank fantastic. You. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it, it's really hot there though, but there is AC um, yeah. in the businesses and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, maybe not in the houses. Right. I mean, not a lot. I mean, some of them, but not in a lot of the houses, and so. It's now, impoverished, man. It's right. an impoverished country. Now, it's probably more impoverished than what we realize here in the States, right? I mean, yes. that's a big, when you got there and saw that, I mean. It was, it um, was pretty, hit my heart yeah. pretty heavy. Yeah. But I also want to point out, cause there, there, it's not that there isn't people that, that live nice there. Um, it, with anywhere, there's places with nice houses and there's places, right. you know, it's not like here though. That's the thing that's different. Here, you can go into a nice neighborhood and see a whole bunch of nice houses. There, they do have that there, but mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll be seeing a whole bunch of impoverished housing and then you'll see a nice house and then a yeah. bunch and they, they yeah. just kind of, cause they kind of build up as mm-hmm. they're going. A lot okay. of people live in what's, where the whole family kind of lives in one commune. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause family structure Extended is very family. important. Extended family housing, man. And that's important over there. Extended oh, yeah. Family, family is very, very, very important, important there. Yeah. yeah. When you go there, you usually want to, the first people you want to say hi to if you're going to visit a family mm-hmm. is going to be the elderly people. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that you want to say hi to first. Now, if people can't contribute financially, what else can they contribute? Obviously, donation of shoes. Yeah, volunteering. Um, volunteers. Awesome. Make sure it gets spread to their city. Mm-hmm. Um, get in contact with me. Uh, I have people that sometimes they, they can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, put all the time into running it in their city. But what mm-hmm. they can do is they gave me contacts. They call me and they, or they send me an email or whatever, and they're like, "Hey, these churches would would get like to get involved." Right. And then I contact these churches or these organizations. So just simply just talking to people about it, spreading the word, getting it online, and uh, following us on Facebook, and then sharing our posts, and so it gets the word out there. Now yeah. you're a Beachwood Christian Church, correct? Is that the mm-hmm. the church that you uh, yeah Beachwood Christian your home church, church and affiliated mm-hmm. with, yes. with the ministry? So. Um, that's in Maximo, correct? Towards Maximo? I know you described this. It's, uh, it's not it's, actually on beach. No, it's, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's, an it's West Maximo. West Maximo? It, it, yeah. I think it's no, still well, an alliance, on, Maximo, but it's right man. on the outside okay. of Maximo. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Jim McLeod is the minister there. Uh, awesome. His family is wonderful. Awesome. Uh, and so awesome. he's uh, he he really believed in this when I when I told him about this ministry. Awesome. He kind of he took it on and allowed mm-hmm. it to be part of the church ministry. So I operate this under their five hundred one c three right mm-hmm. now, um, mm-hmm. but I operate it 
kind of separately. Like right. I still respond. To, I still go and I have to make sure I submit things to the church and show them what I'm doing. And so I have. So it know, gives a credit accreditation. Yeah. So if somebody's wondering out there, you know, oh, yeah, I'm not just by myself right, going right. rogue. Yeah. Right. Um, accountability. <laughs> yeah. Accountability is a big thing. And then as it grows, we're eventually going to put it into a, our own 501c3 awesome. and then we're going to go from there. Awesome. What's your biggest hindrance right now? Biggest hindrance right now. Um, I don't think there is one. Uh, I know that sounds crazy because, you know, the, the easy answer would be finances because the more money we bring right. in, the, e- the easier it's going to be to just really explode this, right? And really grow this. Um, but I don't look at it that way. See, God kind of gave this to me and told me to go with it, right? Awesome. Yes. So I'm going with it every single mm-hmm. day and I'm believing in Him. So all these things, if there's anything going wrong, I'm not even focusing on that. If there's right. anything going right, I'm just focusing on what, I'm not really not even focusing on the things going right. I'm just focusing on doing what He asked awesome. me to do. So when I go and talk to a church, um, and you know I don't hear anything back from the church or something like that, I just move on. And then right. sometimes the church will call me later on, or I, I don't stress out about anything. I just kind of move. So I mean, God will. You're, you're throwing your seeds out there. Yeah, awesome. what's Mark four twenty six say? Right, awesome. sowing seeds, yep. going going away, right. going to sleep, wake up, and there's a harvest. Right, right? amen. And that's what we're supposed amen. to do. That's awesome. In your newsletter, you have a scripture, Matthew twenty five, yes, thirty one forty six. You kind of mentioned it a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Why that? I mean, obviously, I mean that scripture is important. But why did you choose that particular scripture? And does it have an importance personally to you? Yeah, it has an. It should for everybody, right? Um, <laughs> yes, because it, it's one of those scriptures that everybody should know about. Uh, mm. Because. The, the people, the, it's talking about the separation of the sheeps and the goats. Mm-hmm. For anybody who's never read it, you should read it, right? Matthew 25, 31 through 46. And what it talks about is that there's these sheeps and these goats, right? And at the end times, God's going to separate them, right? And the goats go on to everlasting flames and the sheeps go on to be with Christ. But the crazy thing about it is both of them know who God is. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're talking about people that know who know who God is and people right. that do. What he's talking about here is that there's there's needs, right? So Christ says that you know you saw someone and they were naked and you clothed them. You saw someone and they were hungry and you fed them. You saw mm-hmm. someone who was thirsty and you gave them something to drink, right? And uh, and he says when you're doing those things to people, you're doing them for me. When you see right. a need and you go and you fill that need, not only are you doing that for Christ, but you're bringing the gospel to them. You're showing them who Jesus is through love. And I think a lot of times we get so caught up with preaching the gospel, which we should, and we forget that that living in Christ mm-hmm. is actions. Love is a verb. It requires mm-hmm. actions. Yes. And so to be in the gospel means we must go and do something, right? Mm-hmm. We're created for good works, Scripture says. So now we're a Christian. Great. We're saved. Great. But what are you doing? Are you mm-hmm. going out and you living what like Christ told you to live? It's not just about correcting ourselves and making sure we're studying the Scriptures and all those things, which are good. But it's also about what are we doing in action to be able to help those right. in need around us. And what, what's, what's your faith without works? And yeah. that's, I mean, yeah, that's important that a lot of people kind of get confused on that. And they say, well, you, you can't work your way to salvation. You can't work your, well, you, you're right. Yeah. You know, we're talking about after, after. you've got that relationship with Christ yeah. and you have that eternal, that salvation mm-hmm. with him and that relationship you formed. Then it's when you start. You can't just sit around then. Yeah, then and sit on your hands. Then your faith is dead. Right. It's completely dead. Amen. And so that's the whole mission of that. Amen. What are you doing with what you got, man? Yeah. Right? 
Right. Yeah. Amen. Exactly. If we wait, I saw a quote, and I, I'm not going to try to do the quote because I haven't heard it for a long time, but it talks about that. It's like if you wait till you have everything to be able to help someone, then you're never going to be able to help anyone. Mm-mm. You have to do with what you got. And that was the thing with me when I started this. I was just like, well, I don't have anything, right? But then I looked at my finances. I looked what I had, and I was like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe I'm overspending on fast food. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm overspending on these things. And if I cut this back, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm spending $10 a week on fast food, if I just cut the fast food out now all of a sudden that's forty dollars a month right. that i can give into something right. so a lot of my own money i dump into this heart and souls because i want to make sure that this thing is is prosperous i want awesome. to make sure it's reaching people and that's what awesome. that's what other people can do or that's what right. our listeners can do right absolutely yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, how many uh how many cheeseburgers does it cost to buy a pair of flip-flops yeah man? you know or sandals yeah. or whatever you know shoes. right yeah so that's important. find out what you can do without man and make a difference Amen. Now, it's Heart and Souls Ministries, Daniel Mattia. Uh, you can go to the website, heartandsoulsministries.org. Yes. Correct. Uh, souls like the bottom of your feet. Souls like the bottom of your feet. Uh, their Facebook page, Heart and Souls. Also, go there. Mm-hmm. You know, like them on Facebook. Find them on Facebook. Like them. Yeah. Uh, check them out. It's got to be Heart and Souls Ministries stuff. on Facebook because I noticed someone else has the name Heart and Souls. They're like a marathon thing. And they're in Ohio too. I checked oh, them out. Really? I'm going to reach out to them eventually because I just okay. saw them recently. Somebody was like, Hey, is this you? I'm like, No, but let me know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know if you go to Heart and Souls to their, their web, your Facebook page, you can get to their website rather easily mm-hmm. through yep. that too. And also yeah. your email is, uh, Heart and Souls Ministries at gmail.com. Yep. All one word. Souls heart and with souls ministries. S O L E S. Yeah, souls yes. like the bottom of your feet. Yep. Heart and Don't souls. do what I did the first time. Yeah. What you I do, typed man? in heart and souls S O L E S and it took me to S O U L S. I had a bunch of like that doesn't look like yeah, it. That's I'm like not, so. That's not him. Just yeah. make sure you type in heart and souls S O L E S. Um I believe your Facebook and your website has a picture of some some young folk from mm-hmm. Philippines on yep. it. So if you see that uh, you know you've you're in the right, the right place. place. I'm sure you guys will share something on your guys's uh, website where they yeah. can look at it too if they're yes. lost. Absolutely, Daniel. We're, thank you for uh, yeah. Thanks for, for coming, coming by, oh, yeah, letting us know what coming God's out to doing this, with your life. Yes, yeah. it's awesome, yeah. and we look forward to uh, continuing a relationship with you here at IRCC, and also we look forward to seeing what God does for you. Amen. Um, through yeah. this process, and mm-hmm. it's and, exciting, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see what the future holds. So, Yeah. Mike, you'd like to close us in prayer? Sure, man. Father, we thank you for this day today and for loving us and watching over us, taking care of us all, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, for Dan. And we just, uh, we just ask, Lord, that you would move in his ministry, Lord, that you would lead and guide him and that you would care, take care of all of his needs, Father. And that, uh, you know, you know what they are and you know what he needs. And, Lord, we just ask that you would make that happen so that he could go and spread the gospel in the Philippines and take care of some of these physical needs uh, for people. These, you know, this issue of not having shoes and the dangers involved in that and all that is is really important. But it also opens up a door yes. so that he can spread the gospel, that he can go in and talk to families. He can share you, Father, with uh, those around him. And, and Lord, we just... Uh, We just ask that you watch over him, take care of his every need, and help him to do your work and your will. And us too, Father, cross our paths with those people that need to hear about you and give us the courage and the strength and the boldness to tell them about you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 
Thanks for tuning in to the weekly Driven Youth Podcast with Pastor Eric Halter. Our Driven Youth Group gets together each and every Sunday at 9.15 a.m. and 6 p.m. And we'd love to have you visit. If you enjoy the show or have ideas for future shows, send us an email at drivenyouthpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. And if you'd like to visit the church, check us out at www.christforeastcanton.com. That's www.christforeastcanton, all one word, dot com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.